All right, everybody, we are back again. This is the Wide World of Raph on 93.7 The Ticket. It's Wednesday night. It's 6 o'clock, and we're back. So tonight, we've done NFL football for like the last three weeks. We did receivers. We did quarterbacks. We did running backs. But tonight, it's time. It is finally time. Nebraska football, it's back starting Monday. Well, we got media day today and tomorrow, and then we got photo day on Sunday, but we have got practice starting on Monday. So I think it's about that time we kind of look over uh, the Nebraska roster. Um, don't really have a complete depth chart out yet. Probably won't come out until like the week before the game if they even release a depth chart, but we'll kind of look at kind of what the way they position themselves in the spring, and we'll just kind of talk about each player and some of the players and we'll just get you familiar, familiarized with some of the players on the squad for this year's Nebraska football team. So we will start out first, and we'll look at the offense, and we'll just kind of make our way down, and then we'll go over to the defense, and then we'll look at um, some of the other players, um, special teams-wise, and that. So first off, we will go to the offense first. Uh, the offense will be led by the offense coordinator, Marcus Satterfield. Um, he comes over from South Carolina last year. Um, he coached Spencer Rattler there. Uh, they were very productive there at the end of the season. They rang up some really big scores. Hopefully uh, we can just continue, you know, to carry that over into this year. I know we got a new offense and the thing with offense is it's going to take a little bit probably for it to come together Usually the defenses are ahead of the offenses to start the season, but hopefully they can come out. The key thing with Nebraska is it's that one thing that kind of shoots us in the foot for the past, you know, several years has been those penalties, you know, come out and play crisp football. Might not, you know, rake up the yards, maybe not even rake up the points to begin with, but let's be crisp, you know, let it counts on two, let's go on two, counts on one, you know, so be it. We eliminate those. And that's going to that's gonna help us on field position. It's just going to help a whole lot of things. So at receiver, uh, first player is Marcus Washington. Uh, you probably, if you listen to the drive uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10, um, you've heard me talk. Marcus Washington is my player this year that I think is the one that has not been talked about enough. I think he's going to make a huge stride in year two uh, for Nebraska. I think he's going to be that one of those – I, I, will they have a go-to receiver? I don't think so. I think it'll be a combination of players. But I really think that Marcus Washington is one of those guys that can really step up. Um, it's his senior year, so I know that he's going to want to make some waves to have that opportunity to go up to the next level. He's a very talented wide receiver. I just think that he's one of those guys that Nebraska is really going to look to, um, to key third downs. Um but I think that he's he, he's going to be one of those guys that's really going to step up this year for Nebraska on the on the receiving side of the ball. Another receiver to take to take a look at um, Xavier Betts. Um, Xavier, like we all know, last year he uh, missed last year. Uh, you know, left left the team last year. However, he has you know went through you know any of the trials and tribulations that he's he's had to go through. Uh, you might have heard that he took 21 hours of classes just to get eligible for this upcoming season, which that's wild. I've, you know, 
I look back at my college years, I thought 15 years was probably way too much. I'd like to keep it right around that 12, 12 hour mark for me. But but he did 21 hours and showed the commitment to Coach Rule, um, Coach Satterfield and the rest of his team, you know, to, to, to get him back on the squad. And that says a lot about the young man that, you know, he went through, you know, what he went through and, you know, to make his comeback. I wish nothing but the best for him, because I'll tell you what, if Xavier Betts can tap in uh, back into that talent that he had, that he displayed uh, two years ago, explosive player, explosive player. It's going to give Satterfield play calling abilities. You you know, you have the chance to run some reverses with him. Um, you have you know, some screen passes that you can run with him. He, he's he's that got that playmaking ability where he can make stuff happen all on his own. And he's just an explosive player. And I'm hoping that he he finds that, you know, so when you sit out a year, you know, sometimes you got you got to get back into the groove of things. But I'm thinking that that he was he's one of those players that I think that he'll he, he's going to bounce back. And I'm looking forward to, you know, to see to see this young man back in action for Nebraska, because honestly, I did not think that it would happen again. I figured he'd probably transfer and it would just be one of those players that we talk about and be like, man, what if Xavier Betts would have stayed in Nebraska? But um, we get, we get another chance to see Xavier in action and I'm very excited for him. So good luck to you and wishing you all the best this year, Xavier. All right. At the other receiver, we got the senior, we got the transfer from Virginia. We got Billy Kemp, uh, Billy Kemp, um, from what I've seen of him, I just think he's just going to be um, right up there with Marcus Washington. I think that's going to be another one of your go-to guys. I think him and Jeff Sims, if they they can get that chemistry, I've got to believe. You know, they've been working out a lot this summer, and that's that he can Billy Kemp can be that safety blanket for for Jeff Sims to when he's back there. You know, he's going to know where. Billy Kemp's going to be at. He's going to have the routes down pat, the plays down pat. He's just he's going to he's going to provide leadership, and I, and we might not see it this year, but the leadership that he provides to the young receivers in the room. Um, you know, you got the Jalen Lloyds, the Dosses, uh, the Malachi Comans. I just think the leadership and the way he can show these young receivers how to play the college game is just going to be super instrumental in their development. Same with Marcus Washington. He's been there. He's done that. He's been at Texas. He's been at Nebraska. So I look, I'm excited for Billy Kemp. I think he's going to have a big year for Nebraska. It's great to have him here. So Keep your eye on Billy Kemp. All right, now we're going to move to the offensive line um, at left tackle. Uh, we've got Teddy Prochaska. Um, Teddy, what what can you say? I mean, he was setting the world ablaze, and then he, he got injured, tried to play last year. Things just, work out, just did not work out quite for him well. Um, you've got to think that – the coaching staff last year made a wise decision, you know, just to, just to sit him down. What I'm hoping is all that extra rest and time that he's had uh, to mend that if he can come back and be the Teddy Prochaska that we saw um, two years ago, uh, Nebraska, it's huge. You have a left tackle. You got a guy that's, you know, protecting the backside of the quarterback. Um, just, you know, I think it's just going to be good. It's just going to be good to have, just be good to have him there. Um, just hoping he can, you know, stay healthy. Um, 
sky's the limit for him. And we, I've talked to, you know, some former Nebraska football players, maybe the greatest, greatest player of his time, you know, Dave Remington. And he just thinks the world of Teddy Prochaska if he gets healthy. So, so keep your eyes on Teddy Prochaska. Um, look for him to make some great strides this year. Just stay healthy, Teddy, and we should be good to go. And now we'll move over to left guard. Uh, left guard, uh, we've got uh, Nuri Norelli. Um, Nuri, uh, we know his story too. You know, last year he had to sit out the year, tested positive um, for, you know, performance enhancing, you know, something was in his in his bloodstream there. You know, he admitted it. Um, just another class individual. He never, he never fought the suspension. He, 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 he acknowledged that he had made a mistake, an honest mistake, um, something that, you know, everyone does and the way he handled it and just the professionalism and just everything that he did, what he could have done, he has done. And I am just excited to see, you know, what Nuri has in store for us this year, because yes, he sat out last year and, He's ready to play some football. You know, he's ready to hit somebody. He's ready to play some football. So it was horrible what happened with him last year. But I got to believe that that pent up, you know, desire to play is just going to just going to come out this year for him. And I look for a big year for Nuri. And and he's a one of he's he's one of those guys, too, that he has a big year this year. He's going to get some looks by some NFL teams. And, you know, that's that that's huge. And that that and that's that's like a chip on your shoulder. You know, you want, you want a chance to go to the next level and he's going to have a chance to earn it this year on this Nebraska squad. So keep your eye on Nuri. He's going to, he's going to have a big year. I, I feel it. And then um, we got center. We got Ben Scott, uh, the transfer from Arizona state. Um, just another, you know, guy that he's got all the tools He's got experience, and he's going to provide great leadership. We spoke a lot about um, Billy Kemp and Marcus Washington with these younger receivers. Ben Scott's going to be that guy. We might not feel the effects this year of what Ben, ben Scott provides, but over the next couple of years, you're going to see Ben Scott's leadership take a hold of this offensive line, and he's going to demand it. Um, that's what a center needs to be. A center's got to be almost like the quarterback of the offensive line, uh, calling out blitz protections and just being a leader. And I think that's what Ben Scott's going to be. And I think he's, when it's all said and done, you know, maybe he will be mentioned, you know, in the top echelon of Nebraska centers. I'm not saying, you know, top three, not Rayola and not Remington, Taylor, but he's going to be one of those guys, you know, the Cam Jurgens is of his time, you know, where success, very successful career, um, Mark Tranowitz, you know, just very successful. And he's going to have a chance at the next level, too. So uh, keep your eye on, on Ben Scott. All right. Now we're going to go to right guard. Uh, we got Turner Corcoran. Um, Turner got him down at guard there. Find, can find a home, can settle in. Um, I've made no, you know, qualms about it. I think that the Nebraska running game is what what is going to be the key to the Nebraska passing game this year. You hear it all the time, set up the run, pass gets easier. And I think in, in the way Nebraska set up, run the ball, power football, you know, get those – Get those, you know, second and second and fives, even second and six. Get four yards on first down. Get five yards on first down. Mix in a pass here and there, and I think that um, Turner Corcoran is one of those key, one of those keys. You know, you know, getting off the line and you know, 
pancakes. Let's get back Nebraska football pancakes. We haven't we haven't talked about that in a long time, but pancakes. You know, we we got to we got to go out and get some pancakes this year. Eat that pancakes food. Put some put some syrup on it, but definitely turn a Corcoran. And then we're going to go out to right tackle. A right tackle. We got Bryce Benhart. Um, hey, what can you say? Bryce had a tough year last year, and you know he was. He definitely was pointed out by a lot of people, but here's the deal that I think with Bryce is the guy has stuck with it. He could have maybe have took the easy way out and, you know, and hit the transfer portal, but he, he stuck to it. Um, I look forward to Bryce, Bryce Benhart, Tauf, just a heck of a bounce back here. And another thing that we've mentioned, you know, on the drive is they've got those knee braces off now. And I think that is going to add not only um, just the movement of the Nebraska offensive line, I think it's going to add to the flexibility. They're going to be able to get lower. I think they're they're going to. It's just going to. I think they'll be more, just just more fluid. I just felt like, yeah, at the time I never really thought much about it when they had those big knee braces on, but it, it's it. It, re, it restricts you. I mean, I know that technology is great and it's got us so much better as the years have went by, but it's going to be huge to ha- not have those knee braces on. And I just think Nebraska's offensive line is going to look more explosive, more fluid. And I'm, you know, I, I just, I want Bryce Benhart, you know, to, to make a bounce back. So now we're going to move over to tight end. Um, tight end. Uh, we got some tight ends there. We got we got Nate Nate Burkecher, um, good solid tight end, consistent, um, and you got the guy that all of Nebraska is just looking forward, you know, just just to stay healthy. You got you got Thomas Fedoni. I mean, I just want the guy to stay healthy. He has grinded and he has worked and he's. He's ready, you know. Just I just think he just needs to get that first catch, and just get get that playing time, and just realize like, hey, I'm good to go. The the freak injuries that happened the last couple of years, it's just something that happened. It's not it's not what defines him. And I just I look for Thomas Fedoni to be you know a breakout player on offense because the tight end is always open in college football. I I've watched a ton of college football, and it seems like every game the tight end is always open. You watched Georgia last year. The tight ends always, heck, watch Nebraska. The tight end is open. It's Now it's just a matter, you know, to have a quarterback to get you the ball, and it's just to be consistent and not, not be injured. Um, at this moment, Eric Gilbert, I, I'm not sure if he's going to be eligible this year or not. I don't think they've made any official announcement, you know, whether he's going to be good to go this year. I'm hoping that, you know, they'll get something where he can play. But if not, you know, that's 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 a guy that we'll have for next year. Um, but if we could somehow get uh, Burkecher, uh, Fedoni, and Gilbert, you know, three tight ends set, I'm not afraid. You know, let's let's go with it. You know, you get you got you got the horses. You got to use them. So use every bullet in the chamber, as they would say. So so Burkecher, Fedoni, and we'll see what happens with Gilbert. And then all of Nebraska, rejoice! Throw your hands in the air. You've got Janarian Bonner, fullback, half H back, um, kind of a tight end. Um, 
I think Janarian Bonner, he's one of those, he's one of those guys we can use him in many different ways. Do I think he's a prototypical lead blocker? Not sure about that. I mean, he he puts his nose in there and he's aggressive, which I like to see, but there's so many different things that we're going to be able to use Janarian for. I could see, you know, some screen passes, um, leading on leading on leading on the sweeps. It's been a while since Nebraska's had a lead bat for their eye bat, you know. You've got you've got Clover, you got Ruth, you got some guys that you know that are, that are some some hitters. We would be able to substitute in for Janarian Bonner, you know. But let's get that lead that lead fullback. Let's you know if they're in there, let's let's do some pounding, you know. Let's get back Nebraska physical football, you know. Hit some guys in the mouth. It's felt like for a while Nebraska have for, forgot what made Nebraska Nebraska, and that was that was initiating contact, you know, not always letting the contact come to you. So. I'm excited to see what they do with Janarian Bonner. I think uh, Coach Satterfield's got, you know, some some stuff up his sleeve to use him and put him in the best position possible. So that's Janarian Bonner. Okay, now we're going to move to quarterback, the transfer from Georgia Tech. All in Nebraska, once again, wants to see the quarterback play, Jeff Sims. Uh, what can you say about Jeff Sims from a talent standpoint? He He's big. He's mobile. He can throw the ball. He's he's got all the tools. Now he's got to take those tools and he's got to apply it to the mental side of the game and not get ahead of himself. Um, he's got to know that yes, he's the he he's the man. He's the he's the man of the offense, but he doesn't have to put it all on his shoulders. We've got other weapons. We've got a great great you know set of running backs, or you know we got three four. You know we got running backs there. You don't have to put all the pressure on yourself. Um, I think he's going to realize that, hey, you get five, six yards on first down, your playbook opens up. You got play action that you can run. You've always got the tight end open in the seams. You've got you've got stuff that you can do. And I think that Coach Satterfield is really going to really going to put uh, Jeff Sims in situations where he can succeed. Um, what I don't want to see is I just I don't want to be in those situations where he's got to throw the ball every single time. And the way you do that is you got to have a running game. Um, <clears throat> third and 12s, third and 14s, third and 15s where he's and eliminate penalties, false starts. You don't you don't start out, you know, first and 15. So keep the pressure off them. But I think that the more comfortable that he gets, uh, the more Nebraska is going to love Jeff Sims. And I just. I really think that it's just a matter of, you know, putting him in situations to succeed, which I know that coach Satterfield, you know, that's, that's what they're, they're, they're going to try doing down there. And, and there's going to be those plays where he's going to bust out. He's going to put together a 20 yard run that, you know, where he's going to improvise, you know, don't put your improvisational skills away, but just know when and when not to use them and not, not force things like there's, there's always another play. I mean, sometimes you got to punt. That's that's just part of football. But don't put your team in, you know, bad situations by trying to make something happen every single play. So that is Jeff Sims. And now we go to the I-backs. Uh, we've got the running back, um, Gabe Irvin. Uh, right now, by things from the spring and from the coaches talking, I really think that, that Gabe Irvin will probably be the number one back to start the season. Um, he's worked hard. You've seen the pictures of him in the weight room. He has, he's put in the work in the weight room. Um, uh, I always talk about ACL injuries. 
I always feel like with most backs, unless you're Adrian Peterson, you've heard me say that before, but most backs, most wide receivers after an ACL injury, it takes about, it takes about a year, you know, just to, just to get back. I know you're, you're cleared to play, but you always have that when you spent, you know, seven, eight months and, you know, going and recovering and going to rehab and all you're thinking about is your knee. Most likely when you get back on the field, what is the thing you're going to be thinking about your knee? So he's had a year to get back, to get used, get used to that knee where I'm hoping is he's to a point now where he don't even know, or he don't even think about it ever even happened to him. And if that, if that's true, look for Gabe Irvin, have a big year because he, he runs, um, especially before he got injured against, I think it was the Oklahoma game where he got injured, but you, you saw him start to get that, you know, where he's like, Hey, I can get five or six yards of carry. It's just a matter, matter. Just put my nose down and, you know, running hard. So look for Gabe Irvin, um, Anthony Grant, um, Anthony Grant's another one that we have, we have two running backs right there. I felt Anthony Grant last year, beginning of the year, just running with reckless abandon, um, making moves, making cuts, doing what he had to do. And I, I just felt like last year, maybe he, he, he got to a point where it, maybe he winded down a little bit, um, just maybe got tired, but there wasn't a, a ton of blocking for him last year. So after a while, you know, it gets kind of tiring, you know, going back and forth, but I'm thinking he's going to be, he's going to be back and, you know, and have that bounce back in his step. And you have, you have that tandem of Gabe Irvin and Anthony Grant, um, that that's huge for Nebraska. I would even like to see Satterfield maybe even put the two backs in the backfield together. Just make the defense, make the defense think, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool to see. Um, but we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. We'll see what happens there, but I'm just putting that idea in your ear because I know that coach Satterfield is listening to this tonight. No doubt in my mind. So, all right. And then we got Ramir Johnson, uh, Ramir. Basically, I feel like he took an off year last year, played special teams, um, got in towards the end of the year. I know he had, a, he, he looked, he looked electric. Um, I just think that he's just, he's, he's one of those guys. I think he's got a huge chip on his shoulder here. Two years ago, you're the leading rusher on the team. And then you come out and you basically are told, Oh, we're going to move you to receiver to give you more opportunities. And then you go to receiver and then, then you're told, Oh, well, you don't know the offense well enough. So he can't play receiver. And, and it's just, it wasn't it wasn't right to the young man, but I think that this year he's set to have a huge bounce back year, and I think that Coach Satterfield is going to put him in in situations, um, just in ways that where he's going to really be able to succeed as a running back, as a back out of the backfield. We know he can catch the ball because we wanted to put him at receiver, so he's got he's got tons of abilities, and I look for Ramir Johnson uh, to be, you know, maybe even a third back guy third down back guy so I'm I, it'll be fun to watch him and the way he bounces back and then we're going to go to the punter we got returning punter Brian Buschini um, great year last year uh, just keep it up he has opportunity you know to be an all big 10 punter I believe he was on the all big 10 uh, preseason lists so I, I look for Brian Buschini to have a big year uh, place kicker we might have a battle place kicker um, you got Timmy Bleakrode, uh, you know, kicked good last year for Nebraska, but you've got the incoming freshman, uh, Tristan Alvano. 
that guy's a freak. If he keeps up, you know, the momentum of what he what he did in high school, he's used to Memorial Stadium, as we know, making the, the bomb kicks that he had in the state championship game. But I feel good there, place kicker for the first time, you know, where I we're going in the season and we know that they both can produce and be fun to watch. A kickoff man, they'll probably go with Alvano. Just he's, he's got a boomer leg. So Alvano kid doing kickoffs. Uh, the transfer, Marco Ortiz at long snapper. We got a veteran in there. That's always good to have at long snapper. Um, you got Bushini holding. Uh, punt returner, um, probably Billy Kemp, sure-handed from Virginia. He's been there, done that. So I look for, I look for um, Billy Kemp uh, to be the re- punt return man. And then a kickoff return, um, Tommy Hill. I mean, there are a lot of eyes were on him last year, but I'll tell you what, Tommy Hill – when he gets that confidence and he gets and he realizes that hey, I'm here and I'm one of the best athletes on the field, we're gonna see some long returns out of Tommy Hill. So keep your eyes on Tommy Hill. So all right, now that concludes the offensive side of the ball and special teams. We'll throw it to break, we'll cover the defense, and then at the end we'll we'll see what we have left. So we'll send it to break. This is the wide road to Ralph on 93.7 the ticket. <laughs> 